right. Wow. We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. <laughs> wow. And we're starting on a new show. New show time. No, not show time. Sh- new, it's new a, show space time. A series that you've never watched before that you had. How much did you know about my so-called life? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, it stars Claire Danes and she's in high school and she has red hair and she's in love with a guy who we just call by his full name, Jordan Catalano. And okay. um, that's all I know. Just like we call like Dan Patch, Dan Patch. This is Jordan mm-hmm. Catalano. Or Mary Cherry. Oh, Mary Cherry, yes. <laughs> so uh, That's what we should do. We should just pick shows from now on based on the fact that at least one character gets called by their full name. Okay. All right. Uh, is there anybody in Smallville that's called, uh, like, Luther? What is Lex Luthor's? Wow. <laughs> You're like, what's the Luther? What? Uh, yeah. What's his name? Well, see, I couldn't remember if, it, Lex. if it was Lex. What's his dad's name? Lionel. See, that's what was confusing me. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't sure which one was Lex. Anyway. Are you saying we're doing Smallville call- next? Uh, yeah. Anyway, okay, back to my so-called life. So did you – I mean like did you get the uh, – did you understand that like everybody was like, oh, Jordy Catalano. Oh. Uh, you know, I was uh, I was a little taken by him, you know, in the first episode. And then, you know, we get to the part where he starts opening his mouth and then I started being like, exactly. what? Exactly. That's so cool that – I love that, that she like romanticizes yeah. him. To, oh, he's always closing his eyes. Well, that's because he's high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've collected so much trivia for this too. It's yeah. That's, oh, good because I have not. I've got I've got so much. Um, uh, first off, well, I mean, so yeah, we should just tell people my so-called life is about a girl that's uh, coming of age. It's a coming of age story, I believe. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. She's handling it different than others are, and then she's handling it like others do, and then her parents are freaked out by by her, and uh, yeah, yeah, she's got friends. Are they good friends? We, we don't know just yet. She's got old friends. Or is that a good friend? We don't know yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Um, stars Claire Danes is, is apparently this one. Let's see. This pilot won um, Best Actress from Golden Globes for Claire Danes. Um, was nominated for a bunch of Emmys. Um, um, won a TCA Award, Best Drama, Young Artist. Yeah. Why was there only one season? Uh, we, I suppose we, we can say it right away if you want. I don't. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, um, I mean, I didn't really. I was kind of reading around but trying not to spoil myself, but apparently, uh, um, you know, it was great. And then they, um, I think, I think basically they were not sure if they wanted to do another season. And then Claire Danes all of a sudden decided that she wanted to either do school or do another job. And, and they were like, well, we can't do this without Claire Danes. So they just decided to cancel it. Cause, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably look into it more, or we'll have people yelling at us in the Facebook group about the specifics. Because <laughs> uh, uh, apparently this show has some fans. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, it aired on ABC. Mm, 8 p.m. 
on a Thursday right. night. A matter of fact, and then did it did it air on MTV also? Yeah, later on they put it on MTV, I guess, to try to bring in more of the youth, but uh, they just ignored it there too. The ratings weren't that great, I guess. I mean, they were probably amazing compared to the ratings are there are these <laughs> days, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, because nobody watches TV anymore. Yep. Yes, so many fans, it says here, so many fans protested the cancellation of the show that there was serious talk about reviving production. The talk ended when Claire Danes announced she was not able to work on the series again due to her film schedule. Because Claire blew Mm. up. Ah, so that's the drawback of being a critical darling. And then she was in Romeo and Juliet, and I was like, oh, it's that girl with the red hair from TV. I love her. And, you know, I watched, I've watched many a thing with her ever since. I've just never seen this. She got this uh, off of uh, Little Women. She was in Little Women. Oh, okay. I think it's amazing to see her her acting style then compared to her acting style. Like, she is fierce yeah. in Homeland as yeah. Car- <laughs> Carrie. Keep wanting to say Underwood. <laughs> Carrie, yeah, whatever. She's fierce. And, you know, when she was 50 years old, she was very um, understated and... She's and okay, I guess <laughs> yeah, just so natural, and uh, like I think Nutty in her feedback says that she was, you know, not an Angela. She was. This was like nothing like her, the way she was. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was very much an Angela mm. in high school. Yeah, I was a Brian. <laughs> I was very much a Brian. <laughs> I was watching that. I was watching Brian in these episodes. And I was like, "Oh man, so you, <laughs> so you." <laughs> always, always just watching from afar and being manipulated and be, allowing yourself to be stepped all over. Yeah, <laughs> but being just a reliable friend. Um, this pilot episode. Did you know that this actually was? Uh, it aired in 94, but it was shot 17 months before it actually aired. They wanted, wow. Yeah. They wanted to uh, put it in the fall season um, mm-hmm. of 93, but apparently they could not make room for it. So they ended up premiering it in the spring. Um, this episode, the pilot, was shot 17 months before it aired. And yeah, so they were – matter of fact, the ages – are crazy uh, speaking of Claire Danes mm-hmm. uh, according to this trivia she was 13 when she shot the pilot wow right <laughs> and she was supposed to have been 15 yeah yeah uh, oh. uh, let's see I'm gonna go through it uh, her her little sister is 11 in the pilot uh, Devin Gummersall plays Brian was 14 then we go to Rayanne, who was 18, um, Sharon was 19, Ricky was 19, and of course, Jared Leto as Jordan was 23 years old. Hmm. So, that's crazy. I think I, some of those ages seem a little bit off, but I didn't cross check. So, so there's a 10-year difference between Jared Leto and Claire Danes? See, now I'm going to be looking at this. Wow. Because that doesn't seem right to me. 79, Claire Danes. Of course, you know, who knows? IMDb, somebody could have made this up. Mm -hmm. 79, Claire Danes. And, sorry, internet. 
somebody's already got it on their phone. Just shout it out, audience. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll hear you. <ya. laughs> uh, Jared Leto was born in 71. So that's that was a couple of years off, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, almost. Almost 10 years. <laughs> mm. Wow. Yeah. Um, what about the parents? Yeah, uh, according to trivia, which I, I have not had this proven to me yet, uh-huh. but um, the character of Graham Chase was ranked number 49 in TV Guide's list of 50 greatest TV dads of all time. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I really like. I like that. Like, it's like the gender roles are swapped. Yeah, and he's yeah, like the nurturer, and Patty is not. <laughs> but he's also got this. I mean, it, I mean, he's kind of skipping ahead in our conversation. But at the end of the pilot, uh, Angela has a uh, has a Joey moment <laughs> at the end of the Dawson's Creek pilot. She, but she doesn't see. And Joey doesn't see her own parents. She sees Dawson. Dawson's. Uh, Mom cheating, whereas yeah. uh, Angela sees her own dad like chatting it up to some girl. Yeah, oh, he's not perfect. Mm-mm. He has flaws. He's not, uh, you know, uh, just like Jordan, dad is not the f- fantasy. Mm-mm. So I'm looking forward to seeing how he earns this. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. uh, people's hindsight is a little – their nostalgia glasses are on or whatever. <laughs> um, oh, here's another bit of trivia. Uh, mm-hmm. During the auditions for Angela Chase, a, a then-unknown Alicia Silverstone was the favorite. Uh, the casting director said the decision was tough and the cl- crew realized they would be choosing a 13-year-old over Silverstone who was 16 and emancipated, meaning she could work longer hours. Yeah, there was this whole mm. thing I read here about uh, child labor laws. Claire Danes was restricted on how many hours she could work each session. So um, that's the reason why uh, there, there's the supporting characters have – like uh, mom and dad have plots in this. You know, They've got storylines going on. The other kids have storylines going on because they couldn't use their star like – for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. I want to know if uh, Bess Armstrong cut her hair. Why did she, like, <laughs> did they have her cut her Did she agree to cut her hair? You, you, know, know? you know what? I, I was what? I was thinking about this, and I, I don't have this backed up as a, a true thing, but when you think about the fact that they filmed this pilot in, like, March... And they didn't, oh. it, you know, it got shelved when uh, the fall came came around. Maybe she was just like, "Screw this, I'm cutting my hair," and maybe started doing auditions yeah. and stuff. And then, yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that uh, because, like, it's obvious that Claire Danes is wearing a wig when we see the flashbacks of like her mousy self oh, before yeah, she yeah. colored it. Yeah, but I think. I think at the beginning it seemed like that was her real hair, wasn't it? I never can tell fake hair. So. Oh, I can. <laughs> um, I've got a keen eye for wigs. Before she dyes her hair, though, those scenes, those are wigs? Yeah, those are wigs. Oh, That's wigs, yeah. And But I don't think that Bess Armstrong's wearing a wig. Uh, no. Nah. But, um, but it, uh, like, it looks like 
in the show, it's it's almost like Patty is jealous that uh, that Angela is getting attention <laughs> from changing her hair. So she, you know, it's like she's petty and childish. And she's petty. <laughs> Patty is petty. Patty is petty. <laughs> uh, you know, I um, that was interesting because uh, yeah, it. It could be that. It could be that she was craving some sort of attention. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if she was that consciously petty. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a good idea, kind of. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but Patty, Patty is just, she's a terrible mother. <laughs> she's so, like, like, when Angela colors her hair, she's not mad that Angela cuts her hair. It's like, she's like... It's like it personally offended her that she cut her. You know, like yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, it's it's interesting. I like this because you know I read somewhere that um, you could watch my so-called life as a teenager or as a young adult and get one way thing out of it, and then you watch it as like you know our age, you know, like six, sixty-seven years old. Um, uh, we start looking at it like uh, like the parents and like what's going on with the parents. And I could honestly, you know, I think the parents are a little bit more than normal. Like, I don't know if that, it's uh, like. Normal, but turned up to 11. Yeah, yeah. Like. Exaggerated a little. Yeah, because she does. She gets, she seems like she's getting a little jealous and she gets really kind of, um, like you said, petty. There's also the thing with dad. The dad is weirded out by her and and like we get this like a full dose of it um, when he like walks into her in the pilot while she's wearing a towel and he's immediately mm-hmm. like looking away. Sadie Hush! <laughs> Listen, Sadie has opinions. Um, he's like looking away and he's... It's like that day he he realized he had a teenage daughter. Exactly, and he goes into the. She's not a little girl anymore. He goes into the other the bedroom with the, the, his wife, and he's like, "She's we've got to get her bigger towels," you know. Um, and you know it's interesting because I I don't think that's I mean maybe that happens for some people, but you know I think you just kind of all of a sudden realize the kid's a teenager, but you're not like looking. Away, that's still your little girl. I, I guess you know. Yeah, I, I you're not seeing her as a sexual object. And it's kind of weird that they had the dad in the pilot episode even kind of look at his daughter that way. So yeah. I, I wasn't, I wasn't a, a fan of that at all. <laughs> it yeah. is interesting, but, but yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think about? Yeah, you. It, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, yeah, you got some. Issues if that's the way you're looking at your daughter. Yeah. 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 And I don't know. It's it's a little weird because, you know, you're more – this is not just a dad, like a fuddy-duddy dad. You're aware that this guy, you know, has a sex life with his wife and he's having uh, some sort of fling with another woman. So there's some he's, – he's a sexualized character. So it's weird for him to kind of like – you know, he's not like drooling over his daughter, but he's like uncomfortable. And what does that say? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and maybe that's his guilt. Maybe he he's feeling guilty. He could be, yeah. Because he doesn't go through with the the uh, affair, right? Because at the end, he's telling her, uh, "We got to stop this. We can't. 
and when who this knows, flirtation's got to end. Who knows if that's mm-hmm. going to come back and bite him at all? Because I'm mm-hmm. assuming that this isn't. I mean, she sees him saying that. So, um, I was going to ask you what you thought about uh, young Daniel Panabaker. <laughs> I know that's who I. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, this is Dan- Sharon. This is Danielle Pan- Panabaker. This is, I. Uh, I was absolutely convinced, and it's not. It's just it's some other girl. Mm-mm. She just reminds. She's very. That character is very shrill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Devin Odessa, who uh, apparently is known for Uncle Buck, according to IMDb, and it says her role in Uncle Buck is additional voices. <laughs> oh, so way to go there, IMDb. That's terrible. <laughs> I know this. When I watching these shows make makes gives me. Hope that my child has chosen the right career <laughs> in not pursuing acting, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because there's so many actors that oh yeah they were they had jobs for a couple of years there but uh, they haven't worked since 2001. <laughs> yeah, but then again, you strike a cultural uh, show like this, people will recognize you. You can live on the cons, yep. especially if you get That's into the true. genre. Oh yeah. Um, sh- yeah, Sharon. Uh, okay, can we talk about Rayanne, the hot mess that is Rayanne? <laughs> <laughs> she is a hot mess. I kept on like focusing on her, going, "What is everybody kind of? What? What is the huge appeal to this character? Like, why is why is Angela so into her? But- oh, I had I had a friend like this. Yeah. It's because you're so, like, repressed and um, introverted and shy that you're drawn to people who are extremely uh, extroverted, and you wish you were that way, but right. you're not. What's interesting is they give us the contrast when they we the Angela's Angela and Rayanne's moms meet, and you oh, can see yeah. the advanced Angela and Rayanne, whereas Rayanne. Might be used to all this attention for being like you know out there and you know super relaxed, just like sitting on cars like a kid, you know, like whatever. And then you know the advanced Angela is you know a, a career woman and boss of her family, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what Rand's future is. I, I we probably will never know, but. <laughs> Oh, oh shoot! I had I, I'm looking for that in my notes. I put something like um, Angela Patty liked Rayanne's mom when she first met her. It got old for her though, didn't it? She got like yeah, and then she was it. then she was like, oh, this is who my daughter is <laughs> hanging around. Yeah, uh, I feel like we gotta like. Um... Should we be talking about the plots at all? I, I didn't take like I made sure not to take a ton of notes for everything, which uh, you know I guess I don't know if our listeners want us to. I I, I don't want to do full recaps when we're binging these things. Um, yeah, let's just talk about like what what did you think? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah. You- I had a fun time with it. Um, yeah, I I was at both sides of going. Um, as a parent, I'm looking at it like. One, like, oh my god, I'm never letting my kid out. I mean, Angela runs into trouble, like, the first time she goes and hangs out with Rianne at the end of this episode. And Rianne is, like, super drunk and almost gets raped by the by Sketchmeister and his buddy. And Angela gets, like, thrown on the ground. 
Um, she gets comes home in a cruiser, and they don't even like the parents have no idea any of this happened either, you know? Yeah. And then, then the other side of me is like watching this, going, "Oh yeah, I remember this," and mm-hmm. you know, and man, why did we think that was so important? And yada yada yada. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that school is rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, a rough school. Yeah. Um, skipping right to episode three. Hello, uh, gun in the school. Like, uh, well, I feel like that's a very um, like that was a nineties. I mean, which you know now it's like happening again. Uh-huh. Which luckily there hasn't been there haven't been any incidents lately. But mm-hmm. I think that's as an issues episode. Well, I mean, talk about a contrast in how the parents react. The mom, Patty, is like freaking out, and Graham is just like, hey, it's just one of those things. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? If it couldn't off my kid's school, I'd be like, she's staying home until I look this place over. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. I was so glad they had a metal, uh, metal detector in there. Yeah, Graham, oh my God, Graham, that same episode, like, uh, uh, Patty is convinced because there's a rumor going around that Jordan and uh, uh, not Claire, Angela <laughs> slept together and Patty hears about it basically implied by Rianne's mom because Rianne mm-hmm. said it to her mom and Patty's like freaking out about this as well and she's like, what do we do? We got to talk. We got to talk to Angela. We got to talk to our kid and Graham's like, listen, I'm not interested at all to hear if my daughter is sleeping with anybody or not. This is all you. <laughs> it's just like, dude, dude, what? Really? Like hmm. some, some, but some young, uh, uh, gross teenage boy has his hands on your princess and you're just like, listen, this is all you. <laughs> I was not a fan of that. Graham was being very dumb and of course he had his mind on well actually the he um let the mystery girl go um the previous episode so um yeah okay i wasn't sure what the hell his deal was huh but it's yeah i can't wait to see because i really don't remember (laughs) but i can't wait to see how this you know he's waited it's like he's waited all this time to um pursue his profession he mm-hmm. he's had to go work for her and that's it, it 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 gave me like gilmore girls flashbacks because um patty says you know we go visit my parents every other weekend and she this is the she's taken over the company from her dad she's mm-hmm. running the company so she's graham's boss so that's why they have this weird uh relationship yeah and it was just like of the the times were changing and you know women were becoming men's bosses and mm-hmm. uh oh no what if your wife makes more money than you do <laughs> now you know now it's n- not that big of a deal but mm-hmm. it was very much of the times yeah and they had that whole thing about um uh, kissing before they leave, like, well, we're just. Gonna, I'm going to see you anyway in 20 minutes. Like, why do you need a kiss? <laughs> because I need a kiss. Like, <laughs> yeah, and she. It was such a big deal to her how he reacted when he saw her hair. Yeah, when she got her hair cut, and <laughs> I can see your ears better now, or something. He says. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, I like Uncle Neil. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Neil, he's all about the free food. I'm a fan of free food, too. You go over to somebody's house, they're like, you want to take home all the leftovers? Absolutely, I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that doesn't happen to me nearly as much, but I really wish it would. Um, uh, yeah, it's funny, because that, during that episode where... You know, Graham's going, I swear to God, people, we're going to talk about the kids too. Uh, but anyway, so uh, <laughs> when Graham is talking to uh, uh, Uncle Neil about his uh, infidelity and stuff and what he should do and, he, you know, should he keep pushing or she and Neil's like drop it right away. You know, um, I actually wrote down, I was like, John Wesley ship wishes he got these stories in Dawson's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, maybe if they hired uh, younger actors for the, uh, the main roles, uh, you know, John Wesley Ship would have gotten more uh, would have gotten more lines. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing that John Wesley Ship still has teenage kids on television. <laughs> like for twenty five years, he's been a dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, uh, I feel like I got to I don't know. Is there something else you want? I mean, obviously, we're going to keep talking, but is there? I, I was thinking about going back to the beginning and kind of like going through my notes here because uh, I don't want to miss anything. Okay. Did you write anything down? Oh yeah, I wrote a lot. Down. Oh, you did. Do you want to say what yeah. one of your first notes is? Oh, uh, well, you know, just like the romanticized version of Jordan Canalano and yeah, you uh, how he's always he's closing his eyes. He's just high. Well, yeah. Is he okay? I guess I guess that's a way that you could look at it, but like from Angela's eyes, you know, it's the it's the closing the eyes, and he's got a great lean. <laughs> you know, it's the way he leans. Uh, but you know, for, through Angela's eyes, at least I'm seeing like man, what like he's so thoughtful. He's so not thoughtful, but like in his uh, own, like he's he's a dreamer. Yeah, he's like oh. yeah, he's all he's very. Um, Intellectual. He's always thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and then she gets to know him. Ugh. And it's so awkward. And it, and just like guys, you know, they teenage boys, they don't know how to, you know, they yeah. miss the moment. They don't. They don't recognize the moment. You know, I I wonder if uh, if they were gonna um, if they were thinking about continuing like the first episode. It's a lot of like you know like Oz and Willow. Like who's that girl? You know, and she's kind of like staring at him from afar, and mm-hmm. and they're like missing each other. Yeah, but... yeah. So I thought they were yeah. gonna keep that going with that, but um, in the next episode, like Rayanne, that's that's the IDs, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Rayanne asked Jordan that Angela needs a fake ID because she's French. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was going to lead to like a ridiculous circumstance where the first time they actually have a conversation, Angela has to pretend that she's French. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, I guess not. Yeah, but uh, Rayanne and Jordan having a conversation, that's real. That's real. Yeah. Uh, two, two smart people talking there. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. The lines that they're having. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just like, uh, duh. So – Poor Brian gets stepped all over because he wants to just have Angela over his house. His parents are gone and, you know, they could be study buddies and they could be friends or, you know, she's cute. She's the girl across the way. I'm sure he's got some ideas too, you know. Yeah. And later on, Patty's like, oh, they like each other. Oh, she's so happy. (laughs) This is the guy. Yeah. 
Brian is the guy that mom wants her to date. Yeah. Uh, why? Like, always in the friend zone. Freaking Brian and me. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's just like Angela is being pulled. The parents, Brian and Sharon, one way. Yeah. And Rayanne and Ricky, Jordan, the other way. She's just rebelling against the norm and, like, anything that seems... Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think it's, like, consciously a super snotty and snobby thing to do, which, you know, I can get that. From Sharon's point of view, it seems like it. But I don't think Angela... Angela just is like, listen, I just want to break out. I want to do my own thing. You know, I don't want to just do the thing I've been doing. Moving on, uh, growing up, evolving, changing. Because, you know, like, you're... like. The people that Morgan was friends with in high school, she was not friends with in elementary school. Mm-hmm. You know, you change, your friends change. You, I wonder you if know, there's people when you're listening in- for the first time with this first episode. Hey, uh, newbies, uh, uh, Morgan is Steph's daughter. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, it's like the only thing that I have to uh, relate to. <laughs> you know, when you're, when you're in elementary school, everybody's friends. And then right. those clicks... Uh, develop and then your friends you have a a certain group of friends in in, uh, junior high school and then they're not necessarily the ones you end up being friends with in high high school Mm -hmm. so yeah Angela's just evolving and Sharon shouldn't take it so personally and be so hurt but she is Mm -hmm. well you know it's just you know they were good friends like probably since they were like you know toddlers (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. Um. Oh yeah, I wrote that. I like this interesting shot through the sweater that they do. Um, oh, where she puts her head down in her yeah. sweater because uh, was Brian taking a picture of her? Yeah, yeah. And then she was like, she quits. Uh, your book, book club. yeah, club, yeah. And then they ask her what she thinks about Anne Frank, and she's like, "Oh, she is lucky. She was trapped in an attic with for three years with a guy she liked." <laughs> um. Okay, so how about we talk a little bit about Ricky? I how about uh, uh, Patty's first reaction to hearing that Angela's new friend is bisexual? <laughs> how can oh, he be bi yeah. anything? He's a child. <laughs> I remember having those feelings. I remember when Morgan, when I was like, you are not old enough to have friends who are gay. You are just not. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know. But also Morgan has a, Morgan has a friend just like Ricky. Like, you know, you, it's really neat how they show how Ricky is being bullied. Mm-hmm. It's just like in the sidelines. It's like in the, in the corner of your eye, yeah, like you, you see, see it, but you don't see it. Every once in a while, yeah, yeah, and that's how it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I really loved uh, the end of the I, third well, episode I loved, where they. Yeah, I love that for the first couple of episodes, Ricky is just like he's just there. Yeah, he's just there with Rayanne. Yeah, uh, we don't know much about him. Uh, Angela he's nice is guy. not really. He seems, he seems very he, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Angela is friends with Rayanne, and Ricky's just there. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, now Angela and Ricky are friends because they're they're uh, bonded together. I love this uh, Ricky's cousin and his car. Will we ever see Ricky's cousin, and will we ever see Tino? 
Uh, according to trivia, we never see Tino. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> we'll never see Tino. Dang uh, it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, but I love that uh, the, his cousin got so scared about the gun going off, he peed his pants as he's running away. <laughs> yeah, it's really not anything, uh, you know, menacing mm-hmm. going on. It's just... Ricky kind of likes the idea of getting a reputation of being tough. Yeah. So people will leave him alone. Yeah. And uh, he really didn't want his cousin to bring a gun to school and try to sell it. It was weird. It was like you first think that he was trying to get a gun to protect himself from the bullying where actually he got wind that his cousin was selling a gun, which is just weird. You know, his cousin just – it sounded like his cousin didn't actually even go to that school. (laughs) Like the kid just wandered in. And was like, hey, anybody want a gun? <laughs> yeah, maybe not because, yeah, security back then was, you know, yeah. not like it is now. Now, schools are locked tight. You can't you can't get – there's one door and you have to be buzzed in. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> Lock them up. <laughs> That's what uh, I say. Well, you know, it but sucks uh, that it's like that these days. But I want my kids safe. And maybe I just have a false sense of security because we live in such a you know a rural area mm-hmm. where there's not you know crazy stuff going on. But um, did you listen year- to S Town? Because that was like. Uh- <laughs> Oh, how many miles away from you? <laughs> anyway, I know you'll listen to that. Yeah, but, but there were a lot of fights. Morgan senior year, there were like 15 fights wow. during the school year. But Morgan never knew anything happened. I only know because I saw it on Facebook, parents <laughs> complaining about it. So, you know, I just feel like my kid's not going to be involved in anything mm-hmm. crazy. And, uh, like, her, where she goes to college, it's not... Like the crime at other colleges, like in Tuscaloosa at Alabama, the crime is just off the charts. It's huge. But where she goes to school in downtown Birmingham, it's it's not that it's not like that. So yeah, maybe some crazy person may come in and shoot up the place. But I just don't I'm not afraid of that for some reason. I'm Well, I say you should be. <laughs> As I am, I'm terrified. Uh, all right. Um, how about little Danielle? <laughs> Poor Danielle. She gets no attention. She's like, hello, remember me? Hi. Danielle, I'm the cute little kid that's supposed to be getting attention, but you're, are you worried about his Angela? I'm so afraid she may have some fun. Her, Patty. Yeah. Her meltdown <laughs> episode is coming soon. I'm sure of it. I mean, this kid is trying so hard. Uh, I wrote them like, oh, I'm going to – like she says she's going to watch this horror movie if she can watch the horror movie. And then she just kind of says that I'm going to watch the horror movie. Then she starts talking about parallel bars and she's even like, Miss Sykes said my dismount was perfect. And they're like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Angela. (laughs) And then all of a sudden you see in the background she's doing a headstand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's it's like it's super adorable and I feel so bad she's going to blow right up uh, soon, you know. Uh-huh. Um. What else? Uh, Sadie, Shh. awful mouthy tonight. <laughs> Sadie, what is going on? What is going on? All right. So, in I, I think I said all I 
needed to say about the pilot. And like Dancing in the Dark. Okay, so according to this trivia, this is the this episode was produced more than twelve months since they produced the pilot. Um. Oh no, that's the. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the third episode is the other piece of trivia. The, the third episode actually was their highest rated episode ever. Oh, wow. Because uh, parts of the U.S., uh, it was preempted till 10 p.m. because something, I don't know, no idea what happened. But Oh, so it needed to be on later. Apparently, for people to be interested, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe whatever they were preempted by, like people are still watching. Mm-hmm. Because according- like a... Like a- uh, uh, what, what is what is the big baseball game? World Series. The World Series. I have no World idea. World Series game. I have no idea. But uh, yeah, I mean, this was up against Friends, and according to IMDb, they were against Martin and Living Single, which I don't think was a big ratings competitor. But IMDb Martin. seems to think. Uh, all right. So in Dancing in the Dark, we get uh, Angela talking about kisses and her. Three kisses that she got, which were oh uh, yeah, a, I loved how they shot that. How yeah. it went from scene to scene, yeah. transitioned. It was it was pretty amazing. Um, so a counselor cheating on his girlfriend, a wedding as usher who ended up she found out that he lost a bet, <laughs> uh-huh. and uh, and then then a lifeguard saving her life. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was the 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 camera tricks was really neat. Even mm-hmm. though this show looks terrible, like it's so grainy. So you're watching it on Hulu, right? Uh huh. I'm watching it on ABC.com, and I gotta give it up to them because sure, the episode looks the the uh, the show looks old. It doesn't look. It's not like HD. I don't think. Um, mm-hmm. But there's no commercials at all. I'm just like watching it wow. straight through, I, and I was thinking, I want. I'm sure on Hulu there's commercials. <laughs> Oh yeah. So. Well, there's two there's two versions of Hulu. It depends on what uh, package oh, you get. Right. Yeah, you got to pay more for if, no ads. Right. So, oh yeah, this is where the parents were talking about the kiss goodbye, and uh, and Graham's like, hey, but you know, a kiss is well, a kiss is supposed to lead somewhere. That's what that's what kisses are there for. I'm like, dude. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what else? Uh, this is when Brian is like covering up for Angela because she's slacking as a lab partner, and Sharon's like whispering in his ear, like you know. Yeah, she's mad that Angela is getting away with this, mm-hmm. and how dare like Brian put up with this? And um, <laughs> um so yeah, this. Oh wait, this is the. Uh, oh yeah. We have uh, uh, Mary Kay Place. Yes, as Sharon's mom. Mary Kay Place wait. is a person. Oh no! Wait a minute. Mary Kay Place is Camille as Patty's friend. Okay, I thought that was Sharon's mom, though. No, Sharon's. No, oh, maybe yeah, it is. It was because they were talking about like why aren't they hanging out anymore? Yada yada yada. Oh. Yeah. But I love that they were talking about the haircut and. Hillary Clinton gets a shout out, like short, short uh-huh. like Hillary Clinton. Um, and they say something like, "People should stop judging her by her hair." She should uh-huh. wear more red, though. Um, I also wrote in capital letters, "Mom, stop singing." 
<laughs> which is something my girls like constantly yell at their mother about. Why? The, the kids don't like it when their parents sing. They just don't like it. It's like like a weird like a like a dog whistle going off. They're like, no, no, you can't do that. I can do that. Huh. Yeah, at least my kids. I don't know about. <laughs> have you ever broken into song in front of Morgan and uh, got shouted down about it? Because that's that happens a lot here. <laughs> well, hmm. Uh, so yeah, that that was really funny. I was no. I was just thinking about my own mother. I was thinking about how my mother likes to sing, and she has a pretty voice. Mm-hmm. And I never really gave my mother the like any respect for her singing. <laughs> like I get, I maybe that is true. Maybe did you ever? Do you remember straight out telling her to stop? No, <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> yeah, that's what my kids do. Kid. They're like, stop. I'm a sweet kid. They hate and it's, oh gosh! If there's like a Disney musical musical going on, man, they get mad. You start singing along with the movie, <laughs> like Frozen or Tangled or any of those. Nope, cut it out. Only I can sing along with these. Uh, uh, I did not enjoy the dance lessons. Like that didn't go anywhere. You know. It's a very familiar situation because we did see like Joey and Paisley learning dance lessons. This is a thing oh, that we yeah. see. Oh, we saw it in Popular too. Yeah. The one thing I noticed, they had the trope like there's always that old couple <laughs> that's dancing <laughs> awesomely. And they had this whole situation where like the teacher's like, well, you should try dancing with other people. I don't want to dance with other people. I want to dance with my wife. <laughs> um, but the one thing I did like about it was um, – how the dance instructions were uh, voiced over um, Angela, like slowly approaching Jordan's car. I thought that hmm. was that was well done. It was kind of you know like like you know nostalgia, like magical kind of stuff. Like don't look down, stay focused. You know, <laughs> and uh, she's slowly approaching, and you see Jordan sitting in her car, and you know we don't quite know what Jordan's going to say just yet. You just assume that he's just going to say all the right things. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh yes. Um so yeah, he comes on really strong here. We we've been dancing around it, but no no pun intended. Um but um uh pun totally intended. Jordan comes on very strong. What did you think about yeah. this? This is Yeah. This is not your first time watching, so I guess you're you weren't that surprised, right? I was surprised. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of surprised that they uh they, yeah, like you were saying earlier, that they got these characters together so soon. Uh-huh. This was the second episode. Thought there would be more uh, romanticizing him and mm-hmm. looking at him from before, but uh, he's so impatient. I it. He won't like. Yeah. He's just used to like easy girls. I think you know. Probably, yeah. She's not like his typical girl, but I like that Rayanne said, uh, you know, you're just programmed. To not realize that this is what you want. <laughs> Shut up, Rayanne. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty. It's pretty impressive that Rayanne, <laughs> being so stupid, knows this. But yeah, yeah. it's like Rayanne um, <laughs> seems to be uh, experienced. Mm. Seems and to be though. You don't. You, know, you never know. She could be hiding the fact that she's like a virgin or something. You know, that could come out. I don't know. Yeah, she could be just all talk. Yeah, but. 
she, but I, that I mean, being an Angela, I know that <laughs> it's like it's you're like contradicting yourself all the time because you're like you're leading guys on, but only to say, "Oh, but I'm a good girl. <laughs> I don't do things like you know that. That's how yeah. you. That's how you operate." <laughs> I think, yeah, this is when Brian won me over because the last episode and a half, I'm like, what a schlub. And then the, he's got the whole hanging out in a tree with the camera kind of thing. I'm like, oh, that's kind of <laughs> creepy, you know? Creepy, yeah. <laughs> but um, this scene where Jordan comes back because he's realized he's messed up or whatever, and uh, Brian comes out and he picks up the fake ID and Jordan oh. talks to him and he hands he looks at the ID and he hands it to him. And he's like, you do know that Angela wasn't born yesterday? <laughs> I don't know what the exact <laughs> quote, but uh, it was something yeah, like that. Yeah, that sounds like what it was. Yeah. So it was, it, like saying – Like on the like, date itself, it was – You got the, the birthday wrong. Yeah. You should have made her a lot older. And also, it's she's going to wake up and realize she's not this stupid. <laughs> yeah. She's not She's going to fall dumb. for your nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Um. So uh, here's the part where the parent I, – I think every teenager watching was just like, nope, uh, <laughs> because the parents then have this whole thing where they're fighting. We're terrible dancers. It's because we've been together for so long. Dance with me. And they end up like <laughs> dancing. And then the next – very next scene, they're n- naked in bed in bed together post-coitus. Like I'm sure all the teenagers were like, no. Oh, I don't want to see this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe all the parents that did turn teenagers off. It might have. Maybe uh, they did. They did not want to see that. So I don't know if you have anything more about that episode, but um, the next episode I wrote down the rainy episode because <laughs> it's always raining. <laughs> Um, I thought was a particular. Yes, it was because you could like I was I had my earbuds on. And I was like, yeah. "What is that noise?" It's just constantly it's, raining. It's, it's raining outside the school, and it's hitting the windows, and it's thundering. A uh, real creepy moment opens up this episode where Angela is talking about like her parents. Everybody knows where they were when Kennedy got shot. Like, what? What's going to be my thing? You know that I'm always going to remember where I where I was exactly what I was doing when something happens. You know, and you know it's to imply what's going to happen next, where a gun goes off in the school. But I just wrote down wait about seven more years, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, nine eleven is is this uh, this generation's. Uh, I know exactly where I was when I mm-hmm. when that happened. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I also. Oh, I, I, I wrote down. Uh, Brian has IBS. <laughs> yes. Uh, the notes get passed around. I wrote down. Does Angela have best ass? <laughs> <laughs> I know she starts getting a lot of attention from the guys. Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There was a lot of thirteen reasons why. Um. In this, in the fact that people started discovering that the rumor goes around that Angela and Jordan had sex, and guys just start looking at her, and uh, she doesn't know what to do about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I was like, oh no, no. 
But fortunately, this is a uh, family drama on ABC, and it's not going to end up with Angela in the bathtub by the end of this mm-hmm. <laughs> season. So hopefully it all blows over by the end of the episode. Um, oh, yeah, Sharon got a new Angela, Gina. Who yeah, and she likes Brian. <laughs> yeah, perfect. She thinks Brian is cool. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Brian's covering up for Ricky. Oh, I wrote down that uh, Rand's mom's played by Patty Darbinville, who mm-hmm. I don't know. You want to rewind to the iZombie podcast when we were talking about uh, he blinded me or she blinded me with science. And what Liv was dressed up as in her disguise, and I said it was that girl from Real Genius. That's Patty Darbinville. <laughs> anyway. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. I like that in the first couple of episodes, Ricky makes Brian very uncomfortable. Really? Yeah, you didn't notice. I didn't catch that, no. Like, like when Ricky would smile at Brian or speak to him mm-hmm. or try to be nice to Brian, Brian would like freak out. Yeah. Like he would not look at him. He, he made him so uncomfortable. And then um you know this episode was uh Yeah, they they had a bit of a bond they, you know because he was kind yeah, of like friends sort of. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and also, when Rayanne and Ricky were over at Brian's house, and they were just like, "What's this? <laughs> what, what, what is that? That doesn't make any sense about his uh, science project." <laughs> right? Like, who the hell invited you guys over here? Yeah. Uh, I love that uh, we get some '90s music checks in here. Like the pilot had "Everybody Hurts," of course, by REM. In this episode, they had uh, Angela's listening to "Dreams" by the Cranberries, and Mom comes in to talk to her. She's like, "Oh, you could turn it off." She's like, "Oh, I kind of like this." <laughs> All moms love the Cranberries. Come on. Uh, <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, typical teenager. Mom, you couldn't possibly understand or help. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that was good how how Patty handled. She could have been a lot worse, but she was just like, "I'm here if you need me." Mm-hmm. And but she, you know, just coming to her first off and just saying, "I just need to know that you're being safe. I'm not accusing you of anything. I just need to know you're safe. Tell me that." <laughs> yeah, because she tries to talk to her about Jordan, and she's just like, "I don't know him very well. I don't like like she." Kind of like how uh, Clay did in 13 Reasons Why. I don't know her. Yeah. We don't know each other. We're not friends. Nope. Like, why don't you admit you know me? <laughs> she, like, uh, And, yeah, this is after this is when we have our second talk between Angela and Jordan. Oh, yeah, because they had well, – uh, that was the – wait. There was the one where it was by the poster. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first off, they first time they talk is she goes to that party and he's in a room with television on lights out. She walks watching, in, sits down, watching. I touch myself. Yeah, the with, the, with the sound off. And they speak to each other, and it's like awkward. And he he doesn't. He thinks it's a Friday. He thinks it's a different day or something. And then he and then his friends come and he leaves. Hmm. And then he he starts to see her around school, and he's like, hey, oh, he sees her. He comes up when she's being taken off in the police car, and he's like, 
oh, that's what gets his attention. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she must she must be a bad girl. Right. But Oh yes, now I'm remembering. So there was like he comes and talks to her. Like there's the first time he talks to her in this episode, the third episode, where he's like, Hey, I've heard this rumor going around and I'm really sorry and uh um and she's just like like staring at him and just like, oh man, he's I'm I'm yours forever and ever. <laughs> kind of like thinking of the monologues. Yeah. And then he says, she's about to say, well, cause she's about to say, well, if they're already saying it, what's wrong with, you know, going through with it? And then before she can say that, he's like, because I I don't want anything from you, because I don't think he knows how to deal with somebody like her. He's, right. she, I don't think she's the. The typical girl that he usually deals with. So well, he's now he's well, hit what? Well, the first time he he says, "Well, we might have already might as well do it because everybody thinks we did it. It's no big deal." And then she just yeah. kind of like zooms in on some sort of fabric on his collar, and then ends up that that conversation ends up going nowhere. But then he comes back and apologizes. And he's like, hey, listen, I don't really have any interest in you. <laughs> I mean, we don't even know each other, so uh, <laughs> we don't mean anything with each other. So we shouldn't be – this shouldn't be – and she's just like, thanks. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Jordan. Dude, get it together. Yeah. Um, I think the last thing I have written down here is that uh, Brian goes full pasty at the end of this episode, which I was like, yes. <laughs> Wait, why do you say that? Well, the principle is – well, kind of putting a little bit too much pressure on him. I understand he's probably like, hey, gun in the school. I need to figure this out. This kid's not talking. I need to put a little pressure on him. Um, and it, it goes back and forth through the episode. And then finally at the end, he's like, he's he's got a cop there. And he's like, all right, I saw legs. I didn't see anybody. You keep pushing me and I'm going to get a lawyer and I'm going to reveal who's really destroying the spirit of this school <laughs> and just like puts the principal at his place, you know? Yeah. Because he was being a little bit like, I don't know. He wasn't handling the situation really well. I don't think, I think he should have, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe brought a counselor in or I don't know. You know, it's, it's scary shit that there's a, a if there's a gun in the school and you know, a kid, might have some more information about it, but how much of a job is it to the principal to really get this kid to crack? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how far that's supposed to go. Yeah. The principal should let the law enforcement handle it or yeah. Or a counselor or some, you know, somebody who's trained more, I guess. Cause he was just kind of being like a bully about it. I think he was like threatening mm-hmm. suspension and, but they get a metal detector. The end. <laughs> uh, we should really wrap this up. But um, did you want to mention anything from Nutty's feedback? Oh yeah. She said. I'm trying to see. She said you don't have to read all of it, but you know if there's something in there you want to mention, um, I'm going to look more at trivia here um, because I'm sure I forgot some stuff. Uh, and uh, Jordan Catalano is named after Jennifer Catalano, an assistant to the co-executive producers. Uh, first episode was filmed in San Pedro. Then the rest of the series is in Los Angeles. 
For 17 months, this episode remained on air. The crew called it the greatest pilot never sold. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, like, there was a big director that was behind... What? Uh, like, Winnie... Winnie? Winnie Holzman? What is her name? The yeah, the she's show? the one that that created it, wrote it. But, the, but she wouldn't have gotten it anywhere if it wasn't for the producers, mm -hmm. who was a... Edward Zwick. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. I, I okay. So Kimberly. <laughs> yeah. Kim, uh, Kimberly felt Kim says, guys, I was obsessed with Jordan Catalano. I honestly think I morphed my so-called life with my actual life and believed I went back to high school in this show. You know, you, when you think back to your elementary and high school years, you refer to people by their full names. That's how I refer to Jordan Catalano. I know Jared Leto is a real person, an actual human being, but he will always be Jordan Catalano to me. <laughs> Uh oh! In my humble opinion. Oh yes, that's mentioned a few times, isn't it? Yeah, Dan says it's when "in my humble opinion" was a phrase and not just a, an acronym. <laughs> okay, so here's Nutty's uh, feedback. Uh -huh. Around that time, I had dyed my hair emerald green. It wasn't uh, even that drastic, but I was threatened with firing from my high school job, a bakery over it the compromise was i wore a hat and tucked the hair into a scarf people would uh, come up to me and touch my hair people who never spoke to me it was weird now hair dyeing like this happens in grade school no one cares <laughs> yeah I, I guess it's just if you live in conservative areas like rural or mm -hmm. suburbs it's not uh you know yeah i love it if you I just love it. Yeah, I think it looks really good. Yeah. I mean, she's just she's just at an age and at a time in her life where she's. Oh my gosh! Imagine if they got a season free. two and she cut it. <gasps> like Felicity. Yeah, like Felicity. That's the joke <laughs> I'm making. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, Nettie says. Uh, then again, in high school, everything seems so dire. Mm -hmm. When I watched this, as it first aired, it felt completely relatable to me while Angel Angela was nothing like me but she overanalyzed everything like I did when you're a kid a teenager you think you are the first person thinking about things in a new light mm -hmm. <laughs> watching it now I have some uh, head shaking I feel so bad <laughs> for how dumb teens are I wish I could uh, let them in on the secret that nothing matters as much as they think it does yeah you just can't the they don't want to hear it yeah, the altercation in the parking lot was scary. Yeah, Angela and Rayanne just seemed to shrug it off. <laughs> Brian asks, what, like sexual harassment? Angela says, like, guys, I, I I don't think I picked up that line when I first saw it. Don't think I could have. Now it's chilling because that is what it's like for a lot of people and most teens. They don't grasp that it's not okay. It's just life. So using so, – so used to doing what they're told – they don't know that they can say no. That's true. Yeah. I'm I'm telling you, I'm just going to enroll my kids in the self-defense. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I will teach them to be uh, young vampire slayers by the time they're teenagers. Yeah. Well, see, that's, that's what I'm so glad that, you know, I think I've talked about this somewhere, that that, that movie Compliance. Yeah. Oh. You know, my my kid is like, that's just so far-fetched. That would never happen. 
Yeah, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. People are so, – because, like, I'm, I have that personality. I do what I'm told. Yeah. I, I don't really think about uh, being, having my own mind sometimes. Like, sometimes I'm easily – you know, I could be easily led into things. Like – um, and so for her, she just thinks that's, that's ridiculous that because she is a uh, an independent thinker. She's and I'm so glad that she is anyway. OK. And like I didn't I didn't cause that. I didn't raise her that way. That's just how she is. OK. Back to Nettie's feedback. The fashion, though, baby doll dresses with leggings and docks were so uh, were such my thing. I guess that's Doc Martins. Martins. Yeah. yeah. See, we really, that really wasn't a thing here. Uh, I really love those LuLaRoe. The LuLaRoe look these days because it reminds me of that style. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Some trivia. Alicia Silverstone was almost injured. They they thought she was too pretty. Oh, I see. Ricky was the first out gay character in a TV drama on TV. Wilson Cruz, who played him, came out to his parents when he got the role. He was kicked out of his house. But after watching the show, his father father reconciled, and his parents have been supportive ever since. That makes me want to cry. (laughs) Uh, Because Claire Danes was only 15. Child labor laws. Oh, Jared Leto was 23. Mm-hmm. And she was 15, so that's eight years difference. Yeah. So it's grosser than than Sarah Michelle Gellar and Boreanaz, while only a year more than an age. Uh, oh, SMG was 20 when they began filming. Was she? I thought she was like 18. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, okay, episode two. Oh, my gosh, nutty. <laughs> I know, right? She says like, you don't have to read it all. It's okay. Okay. Big changes since the pilot. Jordan's hair. Uh, teachers are different. Yeah. Because it was produced more than a year later. Oh. Jordan was only supposed to be in the pilot. Right. So that's kind of yeah. that's maybe it was it was a, bit, a good thing that they got. Um, can you hear that? I think I read that somewhere. No, I can't hear anything. Okay. Uh, fake IDs, scanners. Oh, I hear that. Edward is outside cutting up and Sadie. Here. Shh. All right. Uh, Brian and Angela's relationship is pretty interesting. He's pining for her but acts judgmental and mean to her, to her face. Is he a Xander? <laughs> yeah. And then... Uh, make excuses for her and try to help her when she isn't around. She totally uses him and doesn't seem to care most of the time when she hurts his feelings because she feels he won't hurt her or that's what it looks like to me. Hit her. Yeah. What'd I say? Hurt. Won't hate her. Yeah. He won't hate her. Yeah, like she can use him because he she knows that he likes her so much that she can get away with treating him like garbage. Right. Angela is dumb. This adult me, this is adult me looking at things. Can't remember how I felt as a teen. Likely mad that she had friends and was rejected them because I didn't have any. She's Aww. a teen. I'll be your friend, Nutty. I'll be your friend, teenage Nutty. <laughs> I mean, I'll be a teenager too. Okay, so it'll be weird. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think adult Nettie has a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. That's what it seems to me. Angela is dumb. She's okay, da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, She's a teen, and that is to be expected. But uh, why does she have to not be friends with other people to be part of her group? Like, Ricky doesn't have friends outside Rayanne. It's a pretty interesting trope. Yeah, oh, I mean, it's, it's just, just like freaks and geeks. Lindsay yeah. can't be... Yeah, exactly. And it's a real thing. I think it's a real thing. I don't think it's just a trope. I think you just – you're excited more about the new thing and then you kind of forget and not really want to hang out with the old thing. And it's just kind of – it's more just, I don't know, people learning how to be humans more than being mean. I mean – Yeah, I mean It's just, good to make them aware of that though. Well, just like not being – not wanting to be on the yearbook staff. She's – yeah. Those are that's things that she's not interested in. She's she's moving away from that, moving on to different yeah. things. Oh, episode three. Uh, Angela lamenting she doesn't have something like JFK because we know oh that seven God. years later she will. <laughs> yep, we had the same idea. She'll be in her entry level college. She'll be in her entry level job post college. Because, of course, Angela went to college. Well, actually, this is when, like, Saul picks her out and gets her to join the CIA. So it's probably around that time. And then <laughs> 9-11 hits, and he, she's like, holy shit, I have to solve the terrorism problem. And then, soon enough, she falls in love with Brody. And I mean, if you want me to keep talking about Homeland, I can. Okay. I'll keep this joke. Uh, I'll finish uh, <laughs> more of Nettie's comments. Uh, in Mom's... Upset about the shooting She mentions AIDS as a prevalent problem For their kids Remember when that was still On the forefront of people's minds Did you ever think It would calm down to what it is now Yeah like like people were Like okay I was in the grocery store A while ago and I was overhearing These people they were so They were like well you know they could control my car With me in it they could shut my car down When I'm driving Well I probably just saw the fate of the furious Probably so, but they were. I'm like, it's so ridiculous to sit around and speculate that somebody may want to do you harm because they can control your car. Like <laughs> that's that's a real fear in people's brains. <laughs> what does this have to do with AIDS? <laughs> because you know, people parents used to sit around and think that their kids were going to die of AIDS, oh, yeah, and yeah. that you could walk around in, in normal life and just pick up AIDS from a counter. You know, because there wasn't a lot of info, because things that you don't fully understand, you're so afraid of. Okay, gun scares. Wasn't a big deal. We never got metal detectors, uh, unconstitutional, bullied. Mm. Okay, people who are supposed to be friends, I know it happens, but when I was that age, I always thought of friends that stick up for me except Ray and she stands up for him and here we see she rocks in her own way I used to have such a crush on her oh gosh you know I I kind of gave Rayanne shit at the beginning like what's the big deal about her but I definitely kind of fell for her uh, at the end of the pilot episode like Angela takes care like took care of her and brought her back and you know she's drunk and she almost had this horrible thing happen to her but you know and she like looks she's like drunk but she looks up at Angela as she's getting dropped off she says I swear I'll always be there for you you know and I was like aw 
<laughs> anyway, we like Rayan. Uh, are you two getting 13 Reasons flashback in this episode? Yes. When the counselor talks about how if something is false, it will go away and it, and all I could think of, and all I could think is I wanted to scream but her emails <laughs> reading the Chernow the Chernow book about Hamilton inspired the play uh, well, just showed I me I love how she has to point this out the Chernow book just, about Hamilton what inspired the play girl do you know who you're talking to <laughs> we know some hamiltons <laughs> yeah we know we know all we about know. it there's no explaining it okay uh, just showed me how the idea of truth is wrong when it comes to rumors and accusations, people believe what they want to believe because it makes a good story. Adult me looks at this and thinks, Angela, how can you be so obsessed over your own rumor to ignore the real problems Ricky's dealing with? Though I do love that Ricky wants people to think he's carrying. It's a survival instinct. It's pretty good. I hate how the school treats Brian, but I love he reacts in the end. Use the white cis male privilege, Brian. <laughs> I called it being a pacey, but... <laughs> White male cis male privilege works as well, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You want to think that the truth, the truth will rise to the top. You know that justice will be done and uh, ignore rumors. But you know, when you're a teenager, those rumors, you know, and on one hand, it's shameful to be a, a virgin, but on the other hand, it's shameful to be experienced. You know, it's just. It, it, being a teenager, it's a teenage girl is very confusing. I know. <laughs> uh, Jordan is a creeper. After three episodes, Agreed. my adult brain sees the crap he pulls, the manipulations. He's older and often puts Angela on the defensive like she has something to prove. How old are you? You're not the kind of girl who would do that. Classic things older guys say to younger girls to get them to do what they want. I don't think he's planning this, but it just comes off naturally, but he's still a gross creeper. Yet younger me was all, oh, Jordan Catalano, Jordan Catalano, Jordan Catalano. <laughs> Brian is a jerk. I have sympathy for some stuff, but he used Angela's sexual status in, re- in retaliation against her. That isn't cool, and it's scary. I think he saw it as something harmless, and it got bigger. He was upset and complaining, and Sharon took it as meaning more than it was. Yeah, that whole confusion over who started the rumor. Brian just let Sharon believe that uh, they went all the way in the car. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Mm -hmm. I wasn't a fan. Mm -hmm. Um, He was upset and complaining, and Sharon took the meaning more, took it as meaning more than it was. Still, that's when he also needed to use. His white cis male privilege. Sadly, women trying to dispel a rumor like that in a school won't work. But guys, for some reason, they hold all the cards. Hmm. Trivia. This episode was preempted in some parts of the USA during its first airing on ABC. So the, the episode was repeated on Tuesday, October 4th, 1994 at 10 p.m. evening. Earning my so-called life its highest rating. So Buffy's move to Tuesdays isn't so shocking. People wanted teen dramas on Tuesdays. They want teen dramas every day. We don't want yeah. to wait. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, this whole sh- this show holds up 23 years later. It's pretty amazing. Uh, okay, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Hey, um, could you possibly be like a mummy? Huh? Be like a mummy. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> Wrap it up. Uh, we got another podcast to do. 
Okay, so what episodes are we watching next week? Yeah, I haven't written down to you. The next episodes are Father Figures, oh. <laughs> The Zit, and The Substitute. And I'm sorry, folks, for oh, rushing us to the end. But yeah, it's we said an hour. We said an hour. It's now been right, let's go. over. Okay, bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>